Welcome to the IoT podcast powered by Paratus People. Be among the first to find out what's happening in the fascinating and growing world of IoT from the industry leaders themselves. Welcome to the IoT podcast. I am your host, Tom White. This is episode 10. Today, I am joined by Ersan Gunez. Ersan is the co-founder and CTO of Intranav. Intranav is a leading location and data service provider that is changing Industry 4.0 and the automation of the smart factory and warehouse arena. Ersan, thank you very much for joining the podcast. Thank you for having me here. You're very welcome. Uh, Ersan, could we just start by um, explaining your background in IoT sensor connectivity and Intranab's role uh, today in innovating indoor and outdoor location tracking um, for the automation of factories and warehouses? Sure. So um, I would say my career started with the end of my university time at uh, the university in Darmstadt, where I studied electrical engineering and informatics. Um, I was working on an um, institute for sensors, um, sensor networks, where I got the passion for uh, IoT in the early ages, I would say, um, how to transmit um, sensor data reliable to the cloud and um, uh, location-based services. So the idea was to uh, locate um, people or assets inside a warehouse or a retail store um, with um, small sensors. And um, that's how the idea for Intranav started. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fantastic. And how long has Intranav been going for, Hassan? Uh, it's now around, it's now yeah, six years, seven years. Um, okay. It's how long we are um, visible on the market. Uh, we launched a product in um, 2018. Um, so we did a quite of time R&D and customer pilot projects. Um, and uh, we developed more and more our software platform, um, the RTLS IoT Suite. So it's, it's not a generic IoT uh, platform that you already know from Microsoft Azure or, or, or someone like that. Yeah. It's a very location-centric um, platform to manage all those devices, which are there for uh, material identification, such as RFID readers and, and sensors and barcode scanners, um, with, the, with a nice add-on that you can use it and integrate it in any kind of um, application software. Sure, sure, fantastic. And uh, in general, within uh, tracking and automation uh, of warehouses and IoT at the moment, we're seeing a lot of use cases around UWB. Um, could you explain the, the reason why Intranav uh, has decided to adopt UWB technology and the benefits of using this and uh, for optimizing future applications? Yeah, so... Um 2013, we saw the um, benefits of ultra-wideband and it was a very promising technology, not very popular, but it had uh, the techni technical um, possibilities to accurate very precise, to be low cost on chip costs. And um, it, it, it was like made for the mass market and uh, that is what is currently happening now. All the smartphone vendors are adopting the ultra-wideband technology because 
they see it uh, as a very reliable technology for the, the consumer use cases and um, of course uh, the industrial use cases. So we um, decided to adopt that very early and this is of course a, a benefit uh, that we can now, out, um, which helps us to perform better than others I would say. Because we have the experience already with our customers here in Germany and um, in Europe, and we made, um, or I say, uh, we started to to build up an ecosystem with different partners uh, who could accelerate the adoption of this technology in industrial segments like healthcare, production, and logistics. Yeah, and um, and um, I really love to see how it uh, keep going. Yeah. So more and more technology vendors or device vendors are adopting the technology. They are mm. looking out for middleware um, and applications and use cases. And um, use cases are already there from battery tracking for electrical vehicles um, to uh, social distance management, which helped a lot of companies in this uh, COVID times and the pandemic. Um, to keep uh, distance, safe distances. So there, there are a lot of use cases and more and more um, uh, the developer community is getting um, to that uh, kind of technology. They have uh, very yeah, uh, good access to that, to the APIs from the smartphone vendors and uh, software vendors to build uh, and hack something. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think that leads me on really nicely to 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 my next question and the situation with the pandemic. Um, obviously, the pandemic has pushed IoT solutions to the forefront at the moment. Uh, in fact, we recently were talking to people who were creating wearables that monitor um, temperature um, as as this is an indication of of the virus, and, and is, is well known for that. Um, what involvement does RTLS play in social distancing monitoring, and and how can this be implemented uh, into other industries? Um, in your opinion, so it plays a very big role when it comes to precise distances. So the six feet rule, or here in Europe, the one point five meter distance. Um, to to keep distance by measuring the distance between two points um, where ultra wideband can deliver the accurate data and um, in the offices to show where uh, people are to build um, somehow a, a flow management for for the people for the employees and um, showing how many people are in one room what's the maximum size or capacity uh, for, for one uh, meeting room and, and to give more transparency on that so people can decide if, the, if it's a good idea to go into that. And also for social distance um, um, tracing, contact tracing, I mean, there are already some apps. Um, they are using the Bluetooth interface of um, the smartphones, but there are a lot of industrial um, devices now coming out with the ultra-wideband technology enabling anonymously um, data collection for contact tracing and yeah. uh, that's that's quite cool on that yeah. Yeah, absolutely and i think this is one of the main benefits that we're seeing at the moment and something that's here on the show that we've we've seen when speaking to people recently is that there's a lot of great uh use cases coming out from the very sensor driven environment of iot 
you know, be that, you know, uh, utilizing, you know, MBIOT or LoRa or Sigfox or various other platforms um, for both social distancing, um, the use of data, the manipulation of that data and the, and the analytics from that. And I think really it's huge. And, and, and also it could be quite interesting in terms of um, the collection of this data because, you know, I, IoT is around data points and data sets and, and is finding out as much information to, to make informed decision off the back of that. So in a way, as sad as this pandemic has been, having um, a real world example today and, and using tools and technologies such as RTLS and, and, and what have you can, can really make a difference in, in what we expect to see in the future because it's clear that the pandemic isn't going away very quickly. Um, despite talk of vaccines, it, it's likely that this is something that we're going to, to live with for some time. Um, and, and would you agree that was the, the case, Ersan, in, in terms of what IoT can do to, yeah. to, to help this situation? Yeah, I totally agree on, on your argument. So COVID-19 is like uh, a, a series of bad movies. There will be all, always three parts of that. So 2021 and um, this is the new normal and we think we we have to build up tools to prevent that so it's somehow responsibility of the technology guys to build something that could um, help us in this kind of situations and um, i mean i see it on the market at the beginning from the from the pandemic lockdowns so i guess everybody noticed that the projects shifted and um, some people got really in, in, into trouble but um, now we see a huge demand on, on technologies to prevent and um, keep safety. And um, this is like an accelerator. I mean, that's a chance for us to build something for this type of situ new situations. And um, in the next years, there will be, I guess, a lot more of that. You know? um, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and um, you know, time time will certainly tell how 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 things will will change and adapt given the situation. Going slightly back to to Intranav then, and, and what Intranav does as a as a core business, um, I'm sure you know a lot of our listeners and, and myself would be really interested to find out what your view is on the future of smart factories and warehouses and and where this can really go with IIoT, some of the technologies that we're using at the moment. Um, what what do you ex expect to see over the next five years? So big question, I know. <laughs> yeah, good question, of course. So I will, what I'm seeing is that um, there's a lot of technology vendors popping up um, from the ground, from scratch, and it will be somehow a multi-technology environment where more and more Bluetooth um, technologies will pop up to solve use cases in the industrial sector. Uh, ultra wideband as one of, I would say, the, the fast growing uh, kind of, of technologies. Then 5G, as I said, narrowband IoT, Sigfox, um, everybody is there. And um, customers want to build applications on um, agnostic platforms. And um, this is also the, the role of Intranov. So we're building up an RTLS service platform where you can build up technologies, uh, applications for multiple technologies. And um, you need somehow to orchestrate all 
those uh, types of technologies. And uh, in the next years, there will be um, somehow a vendor shakeout, I will, I guess, and um, some of them will align to some standards. Some people try to build up standards in this ecosystem. And um, yeah, there needs to be one clear view for customers who want to benefit from the technologies, who want to couple different type of technologies to solve uh, complex uh, use cases. Because um, I guess everybody sees that IoT um, performs in, in the best way in, in complex use cases. There's where the money is and um, you need tools that can handle that complexity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Ersan. I know you're a super busy guy, so I appreciate you taking the time out to come and join us on the podcast. It's been really interesting learning your insights uh, into IoT, obviously with Intranav in particular as well. Um, we wish you all the best in, in the future and hopefully we can keep in touch and, and maybe in a year or two's time once, uh, you know, Intranav has, has, has furthered its advancements in its field, perhaps you can come back on and, and talk about what you've done then. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Ersan. Okay. Oh. Cheers. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe for more episodes in the IoT podcast, the leading podcast among the IoT community.